And we're on the air. Hey, and welcome to Microphones of Madness presents Monday Night Heroes, where we are on session 14 of Masks of Nyarlathotep. 14? Um, wow. 14, I know. Does it feel like 14? I know. It feels like just yesterday. Considering that I've been frantically putting everything up on the uh, podcast, so it literally does seem just like yesterday. I mean, I listened to them too this weekend, but I, even before that, it doesn't feel like it's been 14. Well, I'm going to guess that means everybody's enjoying themselves. Indeed, sir. Definitely. So, just to briefly recap what went on last week. Um, they, the guys, they went to the Penhu Foundation and found a secret room and saw a bunch of occult stuff down there, fought a couple of mummies, and then <coughs> burned it to the ground. The tentacles. Well, they burned it. The tentacles. To the ground is yet mummies. Mummies. That's what, that wasn't natural. That was their, uh, not right. So, is that what so those things in the ground were? Being so distraught over the realization that all is not what it seems in the material world and the fact that his brother went batshit crazy, George Jefferson Randolph decides... Yes, I know, George Jefferson. Yes. <laughs> decides to find comfort in the, in the arms of a floozy. A lady of the evening. And where else to find said floozies but at the Blue Pyramid? Ah. I hear there's some women of a delicious goodness. Yeah. The nightclub where people have been disappearing from. He don't know nothing about that, though. No, he doesn't. He, <laughs> he just went there to find a good time. Mm -hmm. I mean, even though the desk clerk was like, hey... And a good part of town. <laughs> well, I certainly had an interesting night last time I went. You sure did. You brought that interesting night to my room. <laughs> yeah. So we'll just pick it up. Pick it up there. Um, first things first. We do have a headline in the news. So while you guys are waking up, you uh, read the following headline. Fire threatens the Penhu Foundation. Early this morning, a fire broke out at that notable bastion of Egyptian archaeology. Fortunately, London's crack team of firefighters arrived on the scene in time and were able to contain the fire for minimal damage. The offices and much of the ground floor suffered damage with loss of many of their financial and archaeological records perishing in the flames. The top story and her priceless collection of antiquities was spared the wrath of the Inferno. But the mystery of the fire was overshadowed by the revelation of a secret room adjoining the cellar where evidence of treasonous activity was found. Foundation head Sir Edward Gavigan, whereabouts unknown, is wanted for questioning in connection to the activities contrary to the interests of the Crown. On an unrelated note, a mysterious rash of fire escape vandalism has been seen in the same area. <laughs> what could it mean? I've only destroyed one fire escape <laughs> in, in London. 
So, uh, looks like the building did not completely go up in flames, leaving enough evidence behind to have Gavigan wanted for questioning. Well, there you go. How fortunate. My plan worked perfectly. That was not your plan. Don't plan. <laughs> Actually, that was part of the plan. That was that was the part I didn't tell you. No, that was the part you didn't know about till it happened. <laughs> I, I knew that when we when we started committing a crime, that the police would go in there. True, you did, but you were planning on the whole building burning to the ground. <laughs> well, I was hoping for the whole building burning to the ground. But I I take what I get. You're also not planning on that fire escape on the part on the wind. <laughs> Remind me not to use the next the fire escape on the building I actually set on fire. Next time. Actually, maybe you should just I remind the fire escapes at all. <laughs> so while this banter is going on, you realize that John's brother George is not around. I wonder what could have happened to him. Let well, us go back. <laughs> Let us go back in time a few hours to George's arrival at the Blue Pyramid. <laughs> ah, let's see. What's this? What's this? What's the old national anthem, which I cannot remember how it goes. So you uh, come into a a very posh nightclub that is very heavy in Egyptian decor. Egyptian. Ah. You've, got, you've got the fake, you know, the fake bas reliefs. You know, the glassware is blue to represent the Blue Nile. That you know, cheesy stuff. You've got um, animal-headed deities adorning the walls. Along with uh, hieroglyphics and cartouches, and you know the whole thing has a very, very um, ancient Egyptian feel. Look, I never left the office. But you you do notice that a lot of the patrons are indeed of Middle Eastern extractment, including. Um, some very, very comely young women um, who are participating in belly dancing activities. Ah, yes, indeed, indeed. Uh, just like the office. Just like the office, indeed. <laughs> wow. <laughs> kind of office you got going on. You are shown. That, that, that is not a stripper pole in the corner, sir. That is not a stripper pole. That is okay, you're not there, Lucy. You're not there. <laughs> okay, sir. I'll buy a cup, a cup of your finest tea, please. And tea. Uh, get me a seat uh, right next to that. Not a full number over there. You're shown to a fine seat next to a that nice little number over there. She is wiggling. Mm -hmm. And waggling. <laughs> now what's our now what's our role for the old charm role? Put the old Randolph job up there. Yeah, well, I mean the you, you would roll job. your Randolph persuade role at a minus thirty because you are Randolph. Yes, <laughs> but I do speak Arabic. I do speak the old Arabic. That's I, true. I, That's true. Know. 
and you and what are you saying to the homely young lass in Arabic? My dear, my dear, you are a treasure as fine as old Nile herself. Oh, okay. If this were a comic book, there'd be an it'd be in a parentheses, there'd be an asterisk, and it would say translated from the Arabic. Pretty much. Smile and stand. Right. So right now, just we're talking in Arabic. Yep. That rolls. Let's see. My persuade uh, is. Uh, let's see. What's your What's your Arabic? Sixty-six. Um, you can actually, you know, because you're fluent in the language, you can give me a twenty, uh, twenty percent bonus on that. Oh, I totally make that. I rolled a forty out of seventy-five. Oh, yours doesn't on my draw. Well, she edges a little closer, um, sits down with you, gives you a few tee-hee-hee-hees. Said, normally we're not allowed to drink with the patrons. Oh, but sir, you must be so lonely so far away. Where, where's that accent from? Uh, it's from the uh, fine, fine land of Virginia. Well, good, someone good who is not, who's not a native speaker, you speak Arabic very well. well Where did I, you learn? Well, I have a lot of business connections in uh, your home country, Egypt. Oh man, really? Yep. No, 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 a lot of, no, a lot, no, a lot of men that uh, cotton and the government business, you know. Oh, all part of the job. Oh my. But enough, but enough about my thing. Why'd you tell? Why'd you tell me a little about yourself there? Well, it it certainly sounds like you can use a couple of drinks and maybe me and my friends and you could go somewhere and have a really good time. Ah, uh, yes, we could. <laughs> tell me there. You, you ever had a Virginia toothpick? <laughs> I wouldn't even know what a Virginia toothpick was. Oh, oh don't worry, baby. It's not good. If that goes all right, you'll know that. Oh, other, two other terms. Yeah. No, I really want to know what the Virginia toothpick is. <laughs> well, you see, well, you see, <laughs> well, you see, it all starts. Uh, and looking at a man, all right, and realizing that uh, there's a whole lot of timber where the sun don't shine with the moon, and uh, well, you know, yeah, you, you got, you got, you got to take that timber in and. Uh, Pick away. My, that is so fascinating. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you what. Give me two seconds. I will get some of my girlfriends. We have some private rooms in the back. I think we are you and me and them and a little bit of champagne and we can have a good time. Somebody's going whale hunting. <laughs> Yeah. Ah, yes. I've got a. I've got a. I've got a. Don't worry. We all hate you, George. <laughs> she gets up, uh, goes goes to the back, and a few minutes later, uh, another woman comes out and motions to you. Well, right this way. I do declare this shall turn out to be a good night indeed. No, John, 
Well, you got me something good this time. <laughs> okay, well, you, you walk into the back room. Take him away from goodness. Take him away from As you start to party with the honeys, you start to feel a little bit more groggy. At first, it seems like it's just a drink, but eventually, you you you're gonna have to give me a con times three roll. Ah, heck! Sometimes you take a con check. What a second time it's happening. <laughs> Yeah, I thought, I thought not, George was a teetotaler. George is a teetotaler. He is such a teetotaler. Wow, I mean, it's the tea, isn't it? <laughs> it's totally the tea. He is drinking tea. Drinking tea. He wasn't drinking booze. He was drinking tea. And I ate. Oh, I, def I have paid all my con roll. I ain't no con. You start to feel a little lightheaded, and you're thinking, oh, wow. And uh, a couple of the girls start to press up against you, mm -hmm. and it's it's it's. <laughs> <laughs> there are going to be a lot of giggles tonight. Yeah, and it's all going great. Timber. When you wake up. What? <laughs> when did that pass out? What? <laughs> The back of your head smarts. Uh, damn. You are in a, a darkened room. Uh. And you can feel it's very damp. It's there's bars around you. And it smells really, really bad. Oh, God. Done with this. Are you lousy? I'm an idiot. But we'll we'll come back to to George um, soon. <laughs> I'm gonna like soon. Okay, meanwhile, back at the I hotel. Even, I didn't even get a sense danger check for that. No, no, no. You, you <laughs> were toast. Preoccupied with the boobs. <laughs> you were toast the minute you decided to separate from the party. Oh, God. Oh. You, you are a damsel in distress now. This is horror, baby. Every time somebody goes for that adulterous sex. This happens. Speaking of, <laughs> my wife is dead. It's like, it ain't adultery. It's grieving. Wait, you were married? My <laughs> daughter actually. Adultery, adultery, capitalist adultery. You just paid for it. Well, I mean, he just bought them champagne and. Yeah, I, I use the old Randolph well, John. The good news is you still have your <laughs> old Randolph John. Randolph got himself charmed right into a hole. Well, you saw your kidney, there's no bathtub full of ice. So, I mean, you got that going for you. 
Yeah. You just take a chill pill. <laughs> uh, you did. I see it. Murder my brother. Your brother was the one made you go to that pyramid. <laughs> Meanwhile, what's happening? Over at the hotel, the rest of the, the party has gathered at breakfast. Prince Warren will have eggs. Eight eggs. Let's see, River will have bacon and sausage and uh, an omelet. Because protein. Because protein. Protein is its own reason, man. How do you think she got so big? That's right. Tiger Mendel says jeans. I was going to say bench press and people ain't paid up, but that's beside the point. That is. So your, your various and sundry breakfasts arrive, and and you do notice that, that George yeah. seems to be missing. Doesn't it seem awfully quiet? Really, really notice that George is missing. <laughs> you do because it does seem awfully quiet. There, there's a there's a foghorn leghorn factor that is uh, strangely absent. I say, boy. I say, I say, I say, son. I say, I say, boy. Now listen here. <laughs> it's I see nothing. Wrong with, I see nothing wrong with the morning. I'm actually in a much better mood than I was, like, for the last week. You <laughs> <laughs> know. So I sip my coffee, read the paper, and smoke my cigarette. River does the same. For the cigarette. Yeah. River doesn't smoke. Good for your health. Well, as you guys are uh, settling so in. We notice he's missing. Where well, is the, he? the, night, the night guy uh, comes in to get his cup of coffee on his way out from his shift. And he looks over at you guys and he says, oh. Didn't you guys have a friend with you? I guess he never made it back, huh? Friend is such a loose term. So, where is he? Is what I ask. Well, I don't know where he is, but I know where he, he went. He went over to the Blue Pyramid. He was looking Why the for... hell would he go there? Well, he was looking for some easy, easy women. So I sent him over to where the foreigners hang out. River rolls her eyes and takes a bite of sausage. Come here, boy. <laughs> Sorry. I don't like that he's missing. Watch what you're saying about people. Now, you ain't getting no tip. Now, get out of here. <laughs> Damn. I don't think you're tipping anymore. You know. <laughs> and he looks at you sideways and goes, Okay, well, see you later, dude. Did he just call me dude? Yeah, he did. What does dude mean? 
I don't know, but I don't think it was a good thing in uh, 1927. He read it in a... Uh, was it even a thing in 1927? He read it in a, in a, in a, it's an old Robert E. Howard book. It's actually an old term dating back to like the uh, 1800s. Yeah. Really? It's, it's basically a very, if I remember correctly, a very stupid and low-witted person. Oh, yeah, that's Biden's words. Yeah, it's not, it's not a kind thing. You know, actually, it makes more sense than we say it now. It does. <laughs> I'm going to remember that. See, ladies and gentlemen, we are now the educational channel. That's right. The more you know. Philology by Wes. Etymology. The Adam Scott Clancy via Wesley. So do you guys think they nabbed him? I don't care whatever happened to him, honestly. Well, if they, if they nabbed him, then then they could get us. Well, the Blue Pyramid is where Mr. Saeed likes to hang out, and he is the man at the head of the Brotherhood of the Black Pharaoh. So, should we start assuming that they know that, like, they, that they know where we are, and that they know that we raided their 10... Penfew Foundation? Not necessarily considering that he was the one that was stupid enough to go there in the first place, but then again, we've known the man for a day. But well, he's stupid you know, enough to get nabbed in the courthouse, he's probably going to talk. Well, what does he know, honestly? That's what we need to find out. What does he know? I mean, he hasn't, he hasn't really seen very much. No, but he does know that one day it's the Grand Foundation. But I mean, I don't really think they don't know that was us to begin with. But he has seen me without my face. And well, I could care less what happens to the Randolphs. We did sort of make a, a certain promise to a certain young woman. Well, we put, made a promise to that young woman to kick the Brotherhood of the Black Pharaoh's ass. I mean, you made a promise to the young woman, and I agreed to it. Well, you know. Really got to stop doing that. Well, well, first off, we have to under make sure we are certain that Mr. Randolph hasn't just ran off on some kind of bender or is to Las Vegas or something. Okay. Yeah, I don't think Las Vegas was it's a not, destination. Not Vegas. It was not. <laughs> Rodney's falling out of a few. I've been hitting that quite a few times. I see things. Funny. Fire escapes. I really don't think he can think straight anymore. Mississippi <laughs> City, uh, St. Louis. Oh, those are happening places. New Orleans, even. Kent. He's seeing into the future. <laughs> <laughs> I am Birmingham. I mean, Paul, we know he could have sworn by to see his brother. Well? Well, we can call up there and find out. We could. Um, while y'all do that, I'm going to go right. See you later. <laughs> we just need to take it. Oh, fine. That's what's called killer. Don't phone call them because it's easy for people to lie. It's harder for people to lie to your face. So, River, 
Let's let's go pay a visit to the Blue Pyramid. Oh wait wait wait! Y'all actually going to the Blue Pyramid now? Why not? Certainly. I'm just I'm just a young gambler in town for a good time. What would the dear doctor like to do? Our dear doctor. Nick. Tapping Nick on his forehead. Wake up. <laughs> I'm still waking up, apparently. I haven't had my coffee. Um, he's got severe jet lag. Do we want to go to the Blue Pyramid right now and see if our friend is there, or do we want to do something else? We haven't decided anything else yet. Well, the only other thing I can think of is... I mean, he doesn't touch the drink, so he's probably not in the drunk tank. Or, he said, he doesn't drink. Well, if somebody wants to talk to Barrington... So as the story is, is out of character, Lucy could really care less what happens to him. <laughs> no, I know. Lucy, why don't you uh, give me... Lucy and um, Julian can give me idea rolls. Okay. Yeah. I got a 46 out of 60. All right. You, you seem to remember um, your, your friend from the Blue Pyramid had... Talk about how the people who um, who disappear. Something about um, trucks going on the full moon, leaving town. New moon. New moon. Sorry, leaving town. Yeah. And uh, you believe the new moon would be this evening? Well. That's exactly what I wanted to hear. True. I suppose I'll go talk to Mr. Uh, Mr. Barrington since uh, I doubt you want to do it, especially this time of day. <laughs> it is a bit early for me. River shoves an entire sausage in your mouth. That is impressive. George was there. Give me a constitution roll to see if you gag. Those are blood sausages. Those are blood sausages. Maybe Jamal should make a luck roll to see if she does it. (laughs) Okay, fine. She just takes off the tip. (laughs) Just the tip. Just the tip. Wow. Just a tip. It's like an evangelical. Investigating the um, blue pyramid at this time of day. I mean, well, well, you know the low lights come out at night, so during the day it's likely to be quieter. True, and if uh, if if some of us do go talk to the police, at least you know I know a person that might be interested in helping 
ask more bodies to help us out should something go wrong. Well, because things seem to go wrong when we get involved in things. We can't disagree with that. So well, honestly, we don't know how many people there are. Well, I'm willing to go to the police because the police, like, I'm somebody that they know is connected to you. So, at least Barrington knows it's connected to you. And That's if you hurry, you might be able to catch him before it gets off. Exactly. And then... Are we going? We're going in politely, correct? That's the only way I do things, sugar. Well, you're going to the police politely, but when we go into the Blue Pyramid, do we go in politely? Or do we go in aggressively? Well, I wasn't planning on going in at all. I was going to go look around in the back. Because, you know, Julian uh, never does anything nice and easy. <laughs> well, I'll go look in the back with you. Okay, yeah, because I just want to check around and, you know, see if we can confirm that John's been... Or, George has been taken. Okay. They can have John too for all I can. <laughs> and then okay. if we see it, we're going to definitely go in tonight during the new moon. Now, dear doctor, would you like to accompany me to the police station? Uh, sure. Yeah, that's, that's a good idea. Well, Okay, so we have um, Lucy and Jamal are going to the police station. Mm -hmm. what, the rest of you are going to the Blue Pyramid? That's what it looks like. My God, we probably could go in there with force. Okay. We're going to pause that. We're going to go back to the dimly lit cell that uh, George finds himself in. George. Alright, you are the calmest person in the tub of ice. Yes. yes. George, your predicament has somewhat soured your experiences as you wonder what your brother has gotten himself into. Indeed. You still feel groggy from the activities of the night before, which you barely remember, and you, you fade in and out of consciousness. Uh, you you can't tell because it's it's you you find yourself in a state that is sort of like a delirium, a fever dream. And uh, during during part of this, you you find yourself in a in a chamber, hewn out of of sandstone and granite. In the center of this chamber, there is a huge huge throne. The decor is obviously ancient Egyptian. On the throne, backlit, sits a very, very tall man, jet black. His eyes look like burning coals. He looks at you and he says, 
very reasonably, George Jefferson Randolph. You know, I mean, disadvantage. I have everyone at a disadvantage. You seem to find yourself in quite the predicament. I made my life a problem. I got my Every time I help my brother. Your brother seems to be quite the liability on your political aspirations. Indeed, indeed. Finally, someone to understand. Not if I told you that I can help you out. Mm. What if I told you that we can get John out of the, the custody of the crown, mm. turn him over to you, perfectly sane, willing to repent mm. and give himself over to the life that you need him to live. Ah, finally! Ah, finally! Yeah, finally. A, sober, a sober John? Finally, can I have, can I have an ally in the house? What do I need to do? <laughs> what, what, what? It's, it's very simple. What? You need to kill his friends. Mm. Kill, kill, kill them. Um, not that I'm saying no to this, but have you met these people? The, the, the large woman is not exactly uh, killable by no means. I mean, if you want me to lower them into a trap, uh, uh, but I found that you there, but I'm not, I'm not looking, I'm not looking at my chances here. You, you gotta understand. Uh, these I'm people are very, very much thorn in my side, you find yourself in the position to be the guest of my allies. Ah. My allies are very, very powerful. All you would have to do would be to let me know, let them know where they are, what their plans are. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that, that I can definitely talk to you about. Yeah, oh, okay. Oh, oh, sure. And they could take it from there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll probably fine with that. And Think on this, George. Yeah, yeah. 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 And he fades away, and you find yourself back in your cell. Oh. Oh, yeah. got rolled into a dream again. John. Never time. And he to with Richard Burton. Hmm. Hmm. It was, though. Of course, my dream. Of course, my dream. <laughs> Anyone around here, though? Um, well, we'll give you a little bit of a pause to think about that, and we'll go back to our the rest of everybody else. So, I didn't um, hear anything. My parents weren't fighting. Let's go to Inspector Barrington, who is, as you arrive at Scotland Yard at the station, just leaving for the night. 
or for the day to uh, get back to his family and get a little bit of rest. Just the man I was looking to see. Uh, yes, it was um, Linda. Oh, Miss Jackson. Correct. Uh, you're. We have a mutual friend, don't we? Mm, indeed. Yes, yes, yes. And it's a mutual friend that brings me to you right now. Ah. Ah, and, and what does your mutual friend have to say? It was, you could tell him it was quite the performance last night. It was everything I can do to keep them focused on the interior without looking at you people. Yeah, he's, uh, he's got a habit of doing things like that. Not quite right in the head, but this is a bit beyond him. Is there somewhere private we can speak? Oh, of course, sure. He takes you into an interrogation room. I'll make this to the point. A friend of ours, I use the term loosely, but uh, he went to the Blue Pyramid. He never came back last night. Are you certain of this? Very certain. Okay. Um, you believe he might be in danger. Oh. From the same people? Most likely. Mm, yes. That's grievous indeed. This well, associate wasn't exactly completely aware of our present situation, as his brother was the one that was traveling with us, but nonetheless, it is still a bit of a concern considering how other people tend to show up missing here. That's, that's true. Well, um, I can tell you this, that the, uh, the Blue Pyramid is uh, owned by by uh, uh, Tupac Al Sayed. Also owns a tea shop. He's irreproachable. He's untouchable. He's uh, very big in that in that community. Um, there are rumors, of course, that he is runs a, a number of Rackets out out of there, but nothing that we can prove. And proof is usually the problem. And I don't know all the details that our mutual friend does per se, but I do know that our mutual friend is is currently assessing the situation at the Blue Pyramid. Mm. So I thought it'd be best to come to you, and if necessary. See if we can get some help with that. Ah, well, I, I do owe you got you for uh, helping me with the whole uh, Gavigan thing. Once we get him, that'll be a, a, a great, great collar. It's only a matter of time for that. I'm planning on raiding his estate up north. But yeah, sure. Um, what what do you need from me? Out of character, that's a good question. <laughs> uh, we just wanted to report him as uh, potentially missing. Okay, hey, that that's done. Didn't a lot of people show up at night? Well, I'm not there, so whatever. 
weren't quite sure what they they're planning right now. As far as I'm aware, they're just looking to see if, if anything's out of the ordinary there. Well, if inform if the, if Saeed owns the Blue Pyramid, did you tell me that Saeed and, and Gavigan? Yeah, that's what we discussed it uh, over beer before. All right, I'm just making sure. So I I give him that information that Gavigan and Saeed are kind of in cahoots. Hmm. Yeah, but we also need to know about Saeed's hangouts and whatnot. Well, <laughs> you say that and you're like, I got plans with that. He's always got plans. It just usually never ends well. Is there anything? I wonder there's a fire escape involved. <laughs> or a fist fight. <laughs> I'm still walking. Those ended well. Or zombies. <laughs> or why do you mummies. think? Why do you think I brought the fucking action twins with me? <laughs> Alright, so, anyway. Uh, what, do you, what are you asking? What are you telling him? Right, I tell him about Gavigan and Saeed. Okay. That definitely is interesting. Um, well, we can maybe lean a little on Saeed to see if he knows where Gavigan is, if they are known associates. Yeah, that might buy us some time to do a little bit of snooping ourselves. If, uh, nothing else, like, uh, do you know anything else about El Saeed other than he's the big shot around that area? Well, um, I mean, not really. He hasn't really come into contact with the police very much. Um, you know, not, nothing... Of course, we have our suspicions, but there's nothing that's ever been... we've been able to prove. Now, what's um, your suspicions? I mean, we ain't the police, so... Well, our, our <laughs> suspicions are that he's been running rackets out of um, his... out of his nightclub. Well, so, sort of like your Al Capone. Yeah. I do understand that part of it. Well, let's see. Can I get in contact with you should anything else arise? Well, sure, let me give you the signal watch. <laughs> if we can get you evidence of racketeering, or do, do you already have evidence? No, they don't have any. That's why they have any. We don't have any. I was like, you know, as far as, we're comes out as, far as the crown is concerned, he is a legitimate businessman. A very successful one. Mm -hmm. Fortunately for you, we're not of the crown. We're policemen. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I, I'll try to get back in contact with you as soon as I know what my associates find out. Sure. Um, you can reach me at blah, 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 blah. Okay. We'll go into a, we'll go into a phone booth and... At the signal uh, We'll send up smoke flare. Uh, we'll send up a signal flare. Get the signal. Get the signal. Is that a candy cane in the sky? <laughs> Is 
that's pretty much my purpose was to tip him off so we could get help if needed. <laughs> okay. So next we go to the Candyman and friends because he can. He mixes what? it with love and makes the world taste good. Mm. Well, I'm trying. So, have we arrived at the Blue Pyramid yet? You have arrived at the, arrived at the Blue Pyramid. Alright, then uh, we're going to slip around back to the back. And I'm going to look around tire tracks, scuff marks, anything, the signs of someone being dragged, some, a scuffle, anything like that. On the, on the exterior, it does not seem like there's anything out of the ordinary. Um, you do note that it being so early in the day, there is nobody inside. It is a nightclub. Right. This is the part where we sneak in. Yeah, I know. Um... Well, I suppose I'm assuming the back door is locked. Back door is locked. All right. I guess I'll try a lock pick. Let's see if we can get into the door. What's your lock picks go? <laughs> Much less than Walters. <laughs> More than mine. Now, I have a backup plan if this doesn't work. You have to use a coat around your fist so you don't get glass shards in your arm. But it has a window? I figured it was just like a steel door. No, 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 no. I mean for your backup plan. <laughs> we'll see. All right. Well, go pick that lock. Now I failed. How? Okay. I wish Walter was here. God damn it. Where's Walter, anyway? You didn't see him in the morning. Hey. Walter's soul-searching after a night of... Passion. <laughs> hey, Ron? Yes. That, uh, yes. that fancy pig sticker of yours, how strong is it? Well, it's strong. It is the type of steel it is. You think you could break open this door with it? Uh, I think I could chop that door down without much, without much difficulty. It's not steel; it's a wooden door. No, oh. my but my sword is made out of whatever steel it's made out of. Yes. I say the name; I don't say that. Ron, what's your strength? My strength is eleven. River, what's your strength? Oh gosh, sixteen. Somebody give me an idea roll. It doesn't matter who break it down as long as somebody well, break it yeah. down. She can have the idea roll and I can shut it down. I'm going to swing at this one. And I make my idea roll. River, you realize that the two of you acting in tandem would probably have a better chance busting in that door than just the one of you. Come on, Blondie. 
Let's go. All right, I go when you go. Okay, so you you are uh, combined strength of what? Sixteen and eleven. Twenty-seven. Twenty-seven. So the door is a thirty. Uh, so that is a difference of three. So somebody give me a roll, and you can give me 64 or less. Get you in. Okay. You got it, big lady. Frick. 89. <laughs> We're going to give it another heave, obviously. We can change the name of this, The Doors of Marilatho Chap. <laughs> the Doors of Madness. All right, Blood, okay. you're up. Hold on, hold on. You, you, you get it once now. Who has the lowest luck of the three of you? Mine is 75. 80. Uh, mine, mine's 50, so apparently yeah. it's me. Give me a luck roll, Rodney. You've been using your luck a lot. Oh, his luck was that low when we started. <laughs> 55. Yeah, he's Aww. a gambler. <laughs> Poor man. Okay. Well, as you are trying to bash down this door, you see several passers-by looking at you oddly. Yeah. Well, I'm going to give I... them the stink eye and say, they didn't pay me for my work last night. Give you a look like, okay, lady, come the fuck down. Don't make eye contact with the Americans, dear. Quite. Wow, those Yanks sure are high strung. Uh, is there a window I can just climb in? There are windows. Okay, can I try and climb into one? You can, but they're barred. Because, you know, they're in the city. Are all the The ground floor ones are. Well, can I get to the second floor ones? I don't know. What's your climb? I think like 60 or something. My climb is 60. Okay. Out of character, uh, why is it that the windows are more solid than the door? Well, the windows are barred because they don't want anybody breaking in. And the door, door is pretty freaking solid. You guys hey, didn't you're struggling over the door. So. <laughs> okay, yeah. true, true. All right, carry on, carry on. The doors are like 26... The door is causing a lot of problems. The first session took us three rounds to break through. It took longer than three rounds. It took like six. <laughs> don't go dissing my doors. <laughs> yeah, that's my point. The doors in this game are the most scout enemies yet. Well... I'm going to see if climbing two stories is the most stout enemy yet. <laughs> All right, well, uh, give me a climb roll. All righty. Um, green first. 24. Okay, if you make it, you are hanging um, underneath a second-story window like in a video game. Okay. Um, what do you... Well, then I uh, 
take my knife and I promptly bash the window next to me, the one of kitty corner to my head. Ker smash. Ker smash. And I listen. Do I hear anyone yell? Give me a listen. 86. I do not hear it. You don't hear anything. Except for right. the, over the smashing of the window. I make sure there's not a lot of glass shards, and then I climb through. Okay. You are inside. You are in a lounge-like room. All right. I exit the room. All right. Well, I open the door and peek into the hallway. Hopefully, it's a hallway. It is a hallway. Uh, it, do I see the stairwell? There are stairs at one end. Anything else important in this hallway that are... A couple of doors. A couple of doors marked employees only. Okay. Um, I go down the stairs and look for the back door. Okay. You find the back door. It's a simple deadbolt and a. Uh... Well, can I? I just try and unlock it. Okay. Here's the thing, Rorn. You don't know how to operate these things. Don't know how to operate <laughs> deadbolt. a deadbolt. Okay, then I, uh, if I get frustrated, I'm just going to hit it with my sword. Okay. <laughs> like, the butt ends. Um, but I'm not going to do that first. I'm going to see if I can outwit it. Roll Door versus door. I did play Round a lot with puzzles as a kid. My parents um, had this. Let's see. No, your luck roll, your luck's too freaking high. Yeah, it's uh, like... How about intelligence? 80. It is intelligence. My intelligence is too fucking high. Well, no, but I can give you a just a straight-up intelligence roll because you have... No, no idea. No, I have no... Plane. You have yeah. no reference point. So right. you can give me... You, you know what? You've seen doors before. So you can give me a uh, intelligence times two. Okay. I rolled a 88. Wow. <laughs> I have no idea. What is going right. on? So when I pull the door, I, I feel where the resistance is, and I yeah. try and hit that with the butt of my sword as hard as I can. And thus, Ron was stuck in that pyramid <laughs> for the rest of his life. Because and he broke the lock. Haven't you ever seen a door before? Okay. You guys hear him. You hear a bang. <laughs> on the door. What the hell? Is that you, boy? I can't open it, is what I say. You don't have deadbolts raised from? I guess no. not. Nobody no. locks their doors. They yeah. don't. So there's no dungeons or anything? Well, there it's are, a, but... It's not a Gygaxian world, really. He basically lives... He lived most most of his life on a peaceful plane, surrounded by his relatives, contemplating the universe, and composing songs. What did they need to lock their doors for? That's why I have eighty four in balance. You lived in Canada. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a super Canuck. 
Sorry. He's really, he's getting late. What does it look like? Um, it's metal. You turn it. It has two shapes. They're both rectangles. And some sort of knob. I turn the knob, I can, but I can't open the door. Is there a small metal bar going across part of the door? Yes. I can't believe we're doing this, River. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But I've hit it and it doesn't go away. What? What? Is there a way to move that bar like a handle or something on it? There is another bar sticking out of the bar. I pulled it <laughs> and it doesn't come off the door. They don't have levers. And... <laughs> I pulled Lift it. it. Flip the smaller bar up. The long bar should rotate. Then pull it toward the center of the door. Um, can I roll for that? You can, can just, I just do, do that. that. Alright, I do that. I pull it to the center. <laughs> 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 just let have another three rounds, please. Done. The door oh, opens. opens. Congratulations, boy! You just broke into your first building. <laughs> you can you can check off your door opening skill. I think I could do that one next time. I shouldn't have to roll for it next time. I'm pretty smart. He's actually smarter than all of you. He just has no experience in anything. What's the takeaway? It's all completely in the room. What is this takeaway? 21. Uh, 20. Wow. 21. Wow, He's a dude. smart guy. Um, you can give me, like, if you want to give me, like, a comic book one-liner, like a Thorism. Uh, you're talking to a guy that doesn't know Thorisms. Um, you got one waiting on How about you give me an example, and then I'll feed from that. Not my character. I, I know he's not, he's he's not your character. character. But he's all you, man. He's give all me you. a Thor-like reference, and I'll make up my Come own. Come, my I'm friend. Let us repair into the dark dungeon of doom. Fine. <laughs> and he refers to <laughs> Spider-Man as Man of Spiders. There you go. Oh, okay. Nice. I, I can describe people by their obvious traits. Yeah. There you go. That is how medieval warriors work. In these things. Well, if you've ever seen Teen Titans, Starfire would also be acceptable. The door <laughs> is open. Come, friends, let us so open the door. Open the door of destiny. Let us repair into the nefarious <laughs> realms. Den of evil. Oh, much more than. Uh, All right, if that's what he's saying, I'm just going to push past and say, "You've been hanging out with the Randolphs too much." <laughs> he has. Wasn't John showing him around? Like, yeah, he uh, was with John. Yeah, no, he was. It was John, like the uh, other the rent. The was like that scene bad. in in uh, in Stripes where John Candy's teaching the kid how to play poker. Yeah. John was good. John was good to you. John was very good to you. Okay, you're not here. Well, oh, I'm just saying. We'll get back to we'll get back to George in a second. No, this isn't George. On this is John. Okay, well, John is <laughs> John drooling. is rambling. He's a drooling idiot. 
John is currently, uh, what's his name, from um, Mouth of Madness. He's the Irish priest for Father's Dead who goes drink. So is he covered in, is he covered in crucifixes? <laughs> he very well could be. <laughs> it's John, of course he is. He's so, are there any more stairs that go down? About the board. He's going on about Potomac's with uh, alphabetics. Even better, he's been singing Maryland, my Maryland for the last day. Great. <laughs> never stopping, never sleeping, just singing Maryland, my Maryland, and then occasionally saying something about Jackson, and then going back to singing. <laughs> <laughs> he's fast. For the sake of everyone else in that asylum, I hope his family is paying for a private room in a private ward somewhere where... Uh, no, 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 don't need to spend that kind of money. <laughs> I, <laughs> no. Let's, let's see how deep this is. George won't pay that kind of money. I doubt his father would either. And no. Eric is paying me money because he's gone. <laughs> All right, so let's go deeper into the Blue Pyramid. Okay, the yeah. best war. Let's go find the burial chamber. Chamber. Yeah, it's a nightclub. Not real pyramid. Yeah, you haven't been to the same nightclubs I've been to. But I hear they shit people out in the middle of the night, dude. There's definitely a burial chamber. Alright, so uh, you're, you're in the back door of the Blue Pyramid. It is the service entrance that leads into the kitchen area. So you are in an industrial-style kitchen. Gas stove... Cutting areas, food preparation areas, pantry. Any signs that indicate might where the office be? The office would be yes. not in the kitchen. Alright. Where, uh, where are the exits to the kitchen? There is the... Exit to the kitchen. There's the way you came right. in, go and then there is the way the waiters go out. I saw rooms for important people upstairs. Show me the way. I go upstairs to the doors you told me were marked employee only. Okay. I follow. I hope this door ain't locked. For brevity's sake, it is not. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Keeper. Just call me Steve. Steve. Steve's so tall. Yeah, no. No. So, what's inside the important people's room? The important people's room has a desk. A money... A number calculating device. Adding machine. That's what they call it. Okay. All right, I guess I'll uh, rifle through the desk. I look away. I'll, I'll help. Knowing full well what he's I'll doing, I look search, away. I'll search the room. Okay. Um, really, it's just papers um, pertaining to the business. So, okay. 
We'll look for anything that might be hidden. Wall safe or little cubby hole in the floor or something like that. Uh, no, it's just a regular old office. This is not Saeed's office, is it? Well, it's the office for the for the uh, the you know the Blue Pyramid's offices. Yeah, Saeed's Wait. office is going to be in the barrel. Well, of chamber. course, he would not keep anything in the nightclub. He runs his business out of the tea shop. How do we put the window back? <laughs> we don't. I, I, let's let's leave before I decide to burn this place down too. Okay, so as you uh, go, there's got to be a deeper level. As you go back downstairs, um, you guys notice that you know it, it. It looks like a typical nightclub. It's got and you, Julian, you've been there before. Yeah. Um, where you haven't been before were the back rooms. Right. So we'll go check the back rooms. Okay. And you can change scenes real quick because I have to hit the restroom again. Okay, go, go hit the can. And we are with George in his cell. Ah, uh, yes. My heart is like a singing bird. He's nested in a As George, as you come more and more to consciousness, you realize that you aren't the only one there. In the dim light, you can make out a series of cells. Who are any who are so everyone everyone else in this room is in a cage? There are about one, two, three, eight cells. Pardon me. Um, on your side of the of the dungeon, and then another one, two, three, four on the other. Um, almost all of them are full with people in various states of despair. Londoners, uh, 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 where are you from? Where are you from? What, I'm sorry. What was that? Where are you from? Londoners, what? Um, you're, you're just asking in general where, yeah, where are you uh, from? Yeah, oh, where, they, where they look like they're from. The majority of them look like they're, they're uh, Middle Eastern. Okay, and everybody can go. Uh, 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 gentlemen, any idea where we are and uh, why we're here? We are in the pit of despair. Don't you know what's going to happen to us? We are slated for doom. Doom. Uh, 
You don't get many white people down here, though. You must have done something really, really bad to piss, piss them off this much. I have no idea why I'm here. I was just at, I was just in a nightclub, had myself a good old time, good look, and doing what do the nightclub. And all of a sudden, I wake up here in this cage. Yeah, well, I didn't pay. I didn't pay my debt in time, and here I am. Mm. We all have sob stories. We all yeah. have our weaknesses. And now we pay for them. Debt, mm, eh? Mm. Not. No one ever comes back from here. Ah. Ah. No one comes back, eh? Mm. Mm. Okay, so, uh, who, who do you not pay your debt to? Doesn't matter. Al Saeed, that jackal. Al Saeed. Do I know his... Let's see, these are all Egyptian-looking gentlemen? I'm sorry? These are all Egyptian-looking gentlemen? Yes. Do I know his, uh, any of his family back home? Is that, is that, does that sound like a name I might have uh, run across in, my, in many connections? Al Saeed? Yeah. No. Hmm. Um, so far, the only people you've seen are the ones in the cells. Well, your buddy says twice a day they come to give us bread and water. They're keeping us alive just so they can kill us later. It's a horrible way. Oh. Rumor has it that Saeed has forsaken everything. Everything for his own power. Power, eh? He's not the man to cross. Mm -hmm. Power. Not crossing, eh? What, what's he done that's so uh, horrible besides, the, of course, the taking uh, extrajudicious measures with his uh, debt collection? You don't understand. He, he, you don't understand. He, he's going to kill us for just the reason that he can. He has forsaken Allah. He has forsaken everything. So he's gone. And you, when you are when you are sacrificed to his gods, uh, your soul does not go to heaven. What? Well, you're sacrificing myself to Horus? Isis? What? Uh, uh, going back to the there are things deeper, deeper than that. Oh. Okay. Things older than Horus and Isis. Hmm. Things that should not even be uttered on men's lips. Ancient things. No, my friend, I'm afraid it is the end for us. 
They once said it was the end of the British Empire, but the old American boy came over and uh, put that to rights. Hey, old, hey, old American ingenuity can fix it again. Okay, at that point, the door, the door, and the end of the cells opens, and the man comes in carrying trays, carrying a tray and a bucket. He proceeds to to slop, throw bread and water into each of the cells, and he passes yours, and he looks at you, and he says, Ha ha ha, the American, huh? Yeah. They have plans for you. What sort of plans are these bees, sir? Well, we've been told that you may have be of assistance to us. Hmm. Hmm. Assistance. That, 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 we've been told, we've been told that you've been blessed with a conversation with the Pharaoh himself. Hmm. Blessing. Lesson, conversation. This is uh, sound familiar. What's this uh, pharaoh will look like? Yeah, that's that I might have conversated with. He looks like a giant ebony pharaoh. Hmm. That's a sound familiar. Um. I'll tell, I'll tell you what. Uh, why don't we, uh, you know, have ourselves a little parley? Uh, with uh, uh with old Mr. Sa Al Saeed and uh we can uh perhaps come to an understanding there, son. Al Saeed is not present. Well, there's a chance then someone can uh make the important life decision because it's time it's time to negotiate because I'm a man who knows how to negotiate. I've handled some deals before. Are you a man who knows how to be quiet? Come with me. <laughs> Works like a jar. <laughs> there we go. He takes you into a room. He sits you down. There's nothing in the room. He sits you down. And he leaves. And you hear the lock click. And we're going to go to Lucy and Jamal while that is going on. Break the knee. Is there anything else we have for him? Uh, you guys are... You've left Gavigan. We're, or not Gavigan, sorry. Barry. Barry. Or are they the same person? No, that's a slip of the tongue. Okay. You left Scotland, Scotland Yard armed with the knowledge that um, Barrington is willing to lend you aid should you need it. Okay. Um, where, where are we supposed to meet up with them once we've done this? They weren't exactly specific about that. I assume the hotel, but they do have this way of getting themselves in trouble. Let's go have it. Well, 
Weren't they going to go to the Blue Pyramid? They did. Don't tell me you want to go too. Well, I'm just wondering if we should meet up with them or if we should just have a nice spot of lunch beforehand. Yes. Yeah, lunch sounds lovely. Okay, well, you guys go and get lunch, because that's exciting. I'm going to go over <laughs> back to the Blue Pyramid, <laughs> where Julian, River, and Rorn are looking at the back rooms. Yes. The back party room is... VIP room. It's the VIP room. Um, there is some old champagne lying around, a cup of tea, um, can you give me a spot hidden roll, please? One. Mm, 39, I don't make it. Uh, I do make mine. Roddy made it for everything. So, uh, Rodney... Julian notices that the tea, um, there's there's a slight odor coming from from the tea. It is a smell that you are familiar with in your travels. It is basically a, a, a drug. It's a, severe, a severe depressant. Yes. There was a group of pirates that used it in Macau to help kidnap people into serving board their ships. Perfect. Supplied by the League of Assassins. <laughs> oh, whoa, 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 whoa. We don't want to anybody. AKA the American government. AKA D-Single Suez. Yeah, we don't want to... Can't we have a, a League of Assassins somewhere? Just a neat list yeah, of to change the accent to ass acid. Yeah. I think that might be taken by the porn industry, though. That was yeah, well, come on. Al Saeed works for Rachel Ghoul. <laughs> oh, God. I can hear the lawyer scramble now. <laughs> this isn't making it into the comic book. <laughs> River, you're, uh, you notice that the there's an article of clothing on the floor and it looks like a familiar tie. I pick it up. I give it a smell. It smells like a Randolph. <laughs> and this semen. Yep, here it is. Oh, he was here. <laughs> Did you get the set river? Can you find him? I smell the blood of a Randolph. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, oh, this smelling stuff only works for certain items. <laughs> I, I know you. I know you wanted to embark on your vigilante career. Yeah. <laughs> Yep, he was definitely here. 
There must be sex in the champagne room. And I look at the tea and I say, oh, wow. He really didn't drink. He might, he might want to think of starting after drinking this shit. What did Roaring find? Roaring found a rock. Roaring found a rock. I thought Roaring made his spot roll. No, he didn't. No, no he didn't. <laughs> He's noticed that his sword is getting a little dull. <laughs> I might need to sharpen it later. I, I, I have ketchup on my tie. So, yeah, um, it, it seems like George was here. So, is there a basement to this place? He got drugged. So, they definitely know about us, and they're after us. And yeah, they know about him. Yeah, but he, I guarantee you he will try and talk or something. They know about us. Of and course he'll talk. That's what Randolph do. Yeah. That's what his brother did. He talked himself to death. Yeah, he talked himself to crazy. Yeah, and then... You almost talked him to death from what I hear. (laughs) (laughs) Well, so... So is there a lower level to this place? Do you think there's a tunnel out of here to wherever they take the people? I mean, I doubt they carry people to the street. Well, they would have used the back door, but I don't see any signs of being dragged or anything like that. You could check and see if this place has a basement. You check this room. Of course, in New York. Yeah, let's see if it has a basement. I know we tried to go the deepest possible when we got kitchen before. Okay, um, you guys can make spot hidden rolls. Oh, one! Me too. Barely make it. You do find a basement. Cool. There's a door that opens to steps leading down. More of the jagged hills. What up? (laughs) We found us a basement. Come on, sweet cheeks. Let's see where this goes. The jagged hills. Are they loud or quiet, Jagged Hills? What are you talking about, Blondie? Go on. You have seen steps before. Fine. They have steps where you're from. Click. You go down into the basement. Slowly. I'm assuming the click was a was a flashlight. Flashlight, electric yeah. torch. Let's immerse. The pale beam of the electric torch lies across the hot water heater and Woo! the boiler. It is a very small basement, and it is. This is awfully small plumbing. A bed in this size. It's full of plumbing. Well, they're not taking people out here, are they? Is there any other way out? There's a coal chute. A coal chute. I will check out the coal chute. How is this place heated? It's coal chute. 
Oh, but you wouldn't know that because, you know. Yeah. Medieval. Yeah, is it fire? Alright, fine. It's obviously. I look, at, I look at Julian and say, how the fuck am I supposed to explain this? Yeah, alright. Deal with it. Human beings dig into the earth and they pull out this black rock that catches fire and they use it to heat their homes. Deal. I, I think that works. Fire works. Okay. It, it looks like that the, the... Don't touch it, though. It gets everywhere. The cellar part, the basement, is just housing the heating and water equipment. And there are very narrow crawl spaces that fill up the rest of the area. Okay. But nothing of interest. No. Nothing here. Well, this would be a bust. Uh, you, don't, you don't smell John or George. All right, I'm going to turn on my candy tracer and look for molecules of that sedative in the air. <laughs> SD itself. Yeah, there's, there's, there's nothing. Okay, I take a small piece of coal, put it in my pocket. All right. If so, you ask nicely, River might be able to crush that into a diamond for you. <laughs> I probably could. <laughs> All right, so All right. I guess I guess this whole this whole event has been the GM's way of telling us that we are barking up the wrong tree. So that and George was was definitely taken. Right. Well, you could have just had freaking scuff marks out in, in the alleyway. Oh, where's the fun in that? Let's go back to the hotel and see see if Lucy and the others come up with something. He didn't put up a struggle. No. All right. George. The door opens. A man walks in. He is a white man. Dun, dun, dun. Give me a knowledge roll. Uh, knowledge. That would be uh, that knowledgeable. Yes, I know that man. Well, you've seen that man. You've seen a portrait of him. You saw a portrait of this man in the Penhu Foundation. Ah. Above the desk of Edward Gavigan. Ah, Mr. Gavigan, I presume. How how are you tonight evening? Randolph, was it? That is that is the family name, yes indeed. I am Joel Justin Randolph. You and your friend are making life very difficult for me. I assume that you have gotten the offer from the Pharaoh? Ah. Oh, yes, yes. A very fine offer indeed. A very fine offer. Uh, so... 
in exchange for an exchange of information, uh, I, my brother, can leave this uh, fair isle in the rightful, when my brother is in the rightful place in Congress. Mm, probably got a fine bargain, indeed. That 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 it that is the bargain that will be lived up to, am I correct? You have my word. Mm -hmm. Well, well, what, uh, what, the, what can I do for you then? Well, you have been slated for sacrifice. Ah, uh, yeah, that oh, that would make this bar an inconvenience. I will need a re some replacements. People to take your place. Uh, so, uh, so I need to know where I can find these people. A John Bonham. I'm on. Can't say I know that name. Of course you do. Your brother ran with him, and I believe you broke into my foundation last night with him. Well, the only one who was on for that particular course of events was a large mountainous woman by the name of River. Quivering. Fine mountains, indeed, of a woman. Then there was a course, the Louis Little uh, Jackson. Mm. Indeed. And of course there was the uh, black gentleman doctor. Very, very fine man. Some some man from Mississippi named Julian. Older man of a slightly disagreeable character. Some odd looking gent to didn't seem they belong around here. Yeah, those people, those people would mean that uh, uh, during that particular action that uh, may have occurred last night. Where can I find these people? Oh, well, uh, my, my brother seems to love throwing around the family fortune on these uh, proper bag and freeloaders, and I can find them at uh, whatever that hotel was I was staying. Uh, I can't remember the hotel the one without a character, but I named that hotel. Yeah, there, 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 there. They're, they call the less around there. Most excellent. Yeah. Most excellent. Ah, let's get to my brother, though. Getting him out of that insane asylum and back into proper Houston society by my side. Aiden and the family getting back to where it belongs. Well, the first thing we have to do, <laughs> Mr. Randolph, is make sure that your information is viable. Yeah, of course, of course. So, you won't mind if we put you back in your cell? Ah, uh, I'd rather Until not. we find out if your information pans out or not. Offer some uh, better accommodations you have around here. Well, man of my cooperative, and 
No. It's back to yourself. Because if I find out that you've lied to me, we will have that sacrifice. Uh, My lord will be appeased. Uh, One way or another. He leaves the room. The heavy comes in, points a gun at you, grunts. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Life is but a walking shadow. You Americans never shut up, do you? He puts you back in your cell. You're walking to the cell. Walking to the cell. Yep. He opens the door. Puts you in the cell. Closes the door. Clicks the lock. He leaves. Yeah, I'm not voting for George Jefferson. That was a freaking productive conversation. You better hope we never find out what he did. <laughs> That's the old cotton terror from 1923 all over again. If he was, if he was real presidential material, he would have pulled a Harrison Ford, "Get off of my plane." <laughs> Actually, behaving much. No, he's like behaving he very much like a politician. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Looking at the whole GOP ticket right now, and all boils down to West right here. But he's still gonna hope we never find out about this. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, we won't vote for him again. Unless I didn't vote for him in the first place. Man, they mind tortured me. The mind tortured me to the brain worms. They raised, they put the power of the Lord. Save your excuses for when we finally find you if you live. <laughs> The other prisoners are going to get really tired of you really fast. Okay. Now, we are back at the hotel. Well, I found his tie. Slam it down on the table. Well, to be fair, you don't know that he's done this yet. Um, I know. Oh, wait, we're, we're, I guess we're eating there. Yeah, we were eating. They, they yeah. walked in, I guess. They drugged him with a really powerful sedative. And they discovered from a league of assassins. The Ass- hell is it with, what is it Ass- with dogs and troubles? Don't know. We have to go well, get him. But we don't know where he is. That, that is the key problem. I did manage to speak to to Officer Gavigan, but uh, not Barrington. quite sure. You know, Bert Barrington. My bad. I'm working off cold medicine here, right? <laughs> I'm working off cold medicine here, man. Work with me. <laughs> <laughs> you spoke to Gavigan. Who's Gavigan again? <laughs> oh yeah, dude's trying. To, anyway, she spoke with Barrington. What he say? Well, 
he's probably gonna put a little bit of heat on Alsa Heat since I told her told him that there's a bit of connection between Alsa Heat and Gavigan. Other than that, they really they need some sort of evidence to be able to do something. Well, I say we check out that tea shop. Well, that would be a start. Maybe you can see if you spot that uh, whatever it was that they used on Mr. Randolph. All right, so they have our friend. If we right. go to the tea shop, we're using that that term very loosely, but yeah, they they have our group member. So do we go in calm and peaceful like, or do we go in aggressive? Oh, that, that aside, <laughs> we're thinking about this the wrong way. Where would those trucks be coming from? There's got to be somewhere that they're bringing them from. So well, there's got to be some sort of stockyard or something around here. Well, if I recall, I'm our, our little friend, Barbara, they pick up people out from the uh, Blue Pyramid on the nights of the new moon. That's tomorrow night. I got that much. Well, but they could always stake out the, new, the Blue Pyramid until... Yeah, the trucks come. We could, but who's saying the blue pyramid is where the trucks coming from? Think about this. Stockyard. There's got to be some sort of transport where there's just stock being moved. That's probably where they are. I doubt they keep them where they drug them. Well, does uh could we to... maybe ask Gavigan to set up some roadblocks? Barrington. 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 Steve, do we know where the pickup point is, or is this actually a... We don't know anything right now. What, what you know is that um, people are missing um, in and around the area of the Blue, blue Pyramid. On the, on the new moon, trucks, a couple of trucks, not a convoy, a couple of trucks, Leave the blue moon and head north. Okay, so head north. We out, of, out of the city. Weren't there some bodies that washed up in the river? There well, I have an idea, but I wasn't privy to that information, so I can't share. Well, do we have a map that we could look up what's north of London? But, but out of character, Barrington did say that Gavigan's estate is up north. He sure did. I did tell you what he told me. Like, I. I would forget me personally out of character. I will forget just because my brain's a little scattered right now. But I do tell you everything that he told me. Well, if the trucks go north, uh, my my money would be that this uh, Brotherhood of the Black Pharaoh meets up on a posh estate owned by Mr. Gavigan. Perfect place for a sacrifice. Okay, we don't know about sacrifices yet, do we? Never mind. I don't, I don't know what they they dragging bodies around for, but I do know that Gavigan's is still a thorn in our side, and I'm pretty sure he's fairly pissed off at whatever we just did. Doctor Savage. Yes, sir. Uh, in your in your uh, knowledge of your father and his social circles, would you happen to know where the Gavigan estate is? Would that be a no rule or? Um, you can give me a 
credit rating rule? Uh, give me whichever one is higher. You have a geography? It'll, it'll also be things like a social register. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it would be common knowledge. So you can give me a credit rating roll. Yeah. 45 or lower. 30. All righty. Well, you, um, you uh, remember that Gavigan has a country estate in Essex. It is in the midst of the marshes at the edge of the North Sea. Uh, you're, dra- you're in London. It's about an hour and a half drive. Um, and if you can make it up to Liverpool, you can get there in about an hour by train. Well, drive. Liverpool it is. Yeah, me walking around with swords is not very pleasant on trains. You need to invest in yourself a trench coat, boy. Well, well ladies and gentlemen, I need to hang out with you more. Gear up. We're hunting assholes. I'm pretty sure John bought him a trench coat, and if he didn't, Lucy will buy him one. No, John did. John bought him a new set of clothes. He looks, he looks fine in clothes. Okay. Yeah, I've got a little seal on This is the perfect point to pause this thing. Okay. So, before we go... Um, think about what equipment you're going to take up north, how you guys are going to get there. That's not essential, but... Well, I figured the local can take care of that. And then start thinking about where you want to go next. Cairo sounds like it's the next one. Uh, we don't have to make any decisions right now. I'm just saying that we're we're approaching the end of London. Okay. Let's see if we can make it through. Okay. Well, we so, survive. Speak for yourself. The calm before the storm. I came back in another plane. <laughs> so everybody, thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Um, Next week it will be Ozymandias, Ozymandias Crypt's uh, phase, where we'll go hunting bugs. And two weeks after that, or a week after that, we will conclude London, knock on wood. Yep. Uh, this Saturday is Malik, right? We're doing yes. Mal- or Malak, maybe? Malak. We'll figure out how to pronounce it, too. Uh, independent comic uh, in de- From out, out of uh, Lebanon. Well, I mean, she's British. Well, she's living in England, but she she's Lebanese. Lebanese by, by inclination. By birth. I mean, she was born in Lebanon. Anyway, it is a uh, webcomic. Um, we'll be doing that. And then two weeks after that, I think we'll be taking a closer look at Batman Shrugged. 
<laughs> so, stay tuned. Good stuff coming up, everybody. Uh, thanks for playing. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Good night. <laughs>